It, is it really fair to be doing a Sean Connery with George Lazenby, Ajab, about their film history? George Lazenby doesn't deserve his own Ajab. I admire your luck, Mr. You must excuse our job, Mr. Bond. He's an admirable manservant, but mute. He's not a very good caddy. Welcome to our second Odd Job. Again, it's a short podcast with a singular purpose. So we come here today, we bond over this question. What are our overall feelings of the Sean Connery era? And unfortunately, shoved in between the Sean Connery era is the George Lazenby Error. And I apologize for those of you that have, uh, are loyal listeners and stuck around on the Her Majesty Secret Service podcast. I probably said Lazenby, Lanzenby, Lazenbui, like, who knows how many. It's like every time I bring up, uh, what's his face, Schultz? Uh, Saltzman. Saltzman. I say it a different way. It's uh, <laughs> Schultzman, Saltzman, Schultzman. Many different ways. It happens. All the same person. So, just to recap for those of you that somehow have listened to this many podcasts and to Odd Jobs and you don't know the Sean Connery films, it's Dr. No from Rush With Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, he takes a TV timeout, Mm -hmm. and then he comes back and ends on his sixth film, which is the questionable... Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever. And of course, George Lazenby has won... On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Unfortunately, the one that I wish Sean Connery had, had really had really done. So real quickly, I already know the answer, but for our listeners, what is your favorite and least favorite Sean Connery film? James Bond film, excuse me. Favorite. Diamonds Are Forever. Officially? You go ahead and... No, I, just, I wanted to see what your reaction would be. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Uh, for now. For now. And my least favorite is You Only Live Twice. I mean, we, we've, we're we done with the Connery era. Mm-hmm. So Goldfinger may not be your favorite Bond ever. Good point. But is it good? Do you foresee it actually slipping as your favorite, excuse me, your favorite Sean Connery? I think it's really, it's, it's really becoming difficult for me to rank the films because I, I think you could make at, at any given moment in time depending on the, the scenario, the uh, situation going on at, that I'm wa- when I'm watching the movie, um, you could make an argument that would get me to go, you know what, From Russia With Love is my favorite movie of, that Sean Connery does. Goldfinger is my favorite movie. Thunderbolt is my favorite movie. So I, I think I have to stick with my guns and my memories that Goldfinger is my favorite Sean Connery movie. But the real answer is I love... The Hunt for Red October? <laughs> I love... I love all of John uh, Sean Connery. I love all of Sean Connery uh, films except You Only Live Twice, and I just tolerate You Only Live Twice. Okay. What about you? I I think I know the answer. But From Rush With Love. Yep. And your least favorite is uh, You Only Live Twice. And and the reasons you love From Rush With Love. It's a phenomenal film. It it's, is really. It's good not film. just a great James Bond film. I said this in our podcast. It is a great spy film. It is. It's it just is. A, a top tier film, and I enjoyed the chemistry of the actors. I like much more than you like that there's a lot of villains. It's not just henchmen of villains. It's they're A villains. 
that that he's facing. I just it's a it's a the betrayal. The cat is ahead of Spectre, <laughs> and and this we meet Spectre. Uh, it's a it's a good film. Uh, it's been my favorite since I was a kid. It's still to this day, it's held up as not only my favorite Connery, but it's you know uh, arguably up there as my all around favorite. No budging, like there's no argument that can be made to change. For if if I'm ranking the six, if I'm ranking the six Connery films, and I walk away in full confidence, there's no argument that can move from Russia as my number one. That's good. Uh, I, there's lots of arguments for for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Thunderball could sneak in there. Goldfinger could sneak in there. That's the end of my list for number two. You don't like Diamonds that much? Um, not to sneak in as a number two. I think Diamonds, we talked about this in the podcast, Diamonds is a middle-of-the-road mm-hmm. uh, film. I think it's going to be a middle-of-the-road you know, film. Anything else you want to say about You Only Live Twice? We both strongly agree that it's the, the least... Uh... It's just campy. It's a, yeah. it's a real campy film. You know, you're talking about the Connery era, and this is where... You know, much more in the other podcasts and, and talking about the, you know, we stick with the film when we're doing our bonding podcast, but you have to bring up in the, you know, in this context, Sean Connery had a lot of outside stuff affecting his time mm-hmm. as as James Bond. It's very fair. We've made a lot of jokes and references to it. You know, he, he came in as a very young actor with not a lot of experience. And by that, I mean with, like, lead roles. Mm-hmm. He had been acting since he was 25. He got James Bond, I think, when he was 32. So he had been doing acting and film work. It's just this was the... He was leading a film for the first time. He was getting his name thrown out there. Um, so they were able to... They got a bargain deal on Sean Connery. And then they're making bank. You know, they're literally... They're, they made, they're making a thousand percent profit. A ridiculous on, amount of money. On it. And part of, you know, he did his own stunts. It was very, you know, it was emotionally draining. It's stressful for him to do a Bond film. The timeline. The, the press. A movie every year. Yeah, they're the doing, you know, and people, they see him on the streets and they're like, oh, it's James Bond. And he, he protects his privacy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important much more than we're going to see maybe in the Roger Moore era, who's very happy to be Bond all the time and, and live that kind of lifestyle. And, let it get to him. And I think it really it really took away from, excuse me, You Only Live Twice. Um, and it's frustrating to know that Her Majesty was up. That, that was the movie that was supposed to be done. And, you know, I, I just, I, it brings it brings George uh, Lazenby's performance and just movie down because I, I can't get over the fact that Sean, this is supposed to be a Sean Connery movie. Yeah. And as we said in the, the podcast about Diamonds, I feel like Diamonds is a Roger Moore film mm-hmm. that Sean Connery stars in. Could have been very well. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I think looking at it, and I, I, we may have to do a correction on this, but I believe the only reason they didn't do On Her Majesty before You Only Live Twice was the season, the time of year the uh, filming was supposed to start. They couldn't. They uh, it was it was winter. winter. It was yeah, winter in, in Switzerland, Switzerland yeah. so they couldn't start. Yeah, which you know, how much different would have the series been if On Her Majesty was done next? You know, because he also, he, he, I, Sean Connery would agree with us if he was recording uh, here with us that uh, You Only Live Twice, that's his least favorite Bond. Oh, is it? That he was a part of, yeah. Well, he definitely phoned it in, so maybe he was feeling that from the get-go. Maybe. And, you know, he's jaded. Yeah. What was your favorite and least favorite George Lindsby? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, he had a seven-movie deal. Would you, have want, did, would you have wanted to see him in Diamonds Are Forever? Uh no, I mean, if I, well, I mean, if I if I have the option to bring Sean Connery back, I I I'd never wanted to get rid of Sean Connery. So uh-huh. I guess let me not answering your question in pure politician form here. If George Lazenby started the franchise, I would have 
enjoyed seeing him in another film, another couple films. Um, I think he started below Sean Connery's Dr. No entrance into the film. Uh-huh. But we both know Sean Connery matured, evolved through the entire, all the different movies he did. Right. So I think you have to give him a little bit but of But he pass. was still, I mean, that opening scene. We've tweeted about this and you, we've talked about this in the podcast. That opening scene in Dr. No, it's the greatest introduction of a character. That's he, true. He's James Bond from that moment on. Yeah. And I'm sorry, that was a... That was pretty hot. That was a loud clap there. That, that's... Um, but, you know, Lazenby is not Sean... Lazenby. He, or Lazenby. <laughs> George Lazenby is not James Bond from the first moment. The first moment we see him, he makes a joke about not being Sean Connery. You know? But all those all those events have already happened. So, I mean, Sean Connery has already done the awesome opening scene that, you know, forever makes him James Bond. Right. You know, so we have to imagine a world where that didn't happen. And it's a shitty world. I know it is. It is. But I didn't think his performance was that bad in Honor Majesty. I thought it was a little uh, stiff. It was a little stiff. <laughs> yeah. To nudge to the film. A little bit. Uh, the only thing I wanted to bring up here, I know we're kind of a little off script, was you, we never really talk about Sean Connery's tattoos on his forearm. They come up there. Um, a lot of times he's covered because of the suits James is wearing, but they never put any tattoo. I was always surprised about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he was in the Royal Navy. Yeah. When he was in his youth. Like 16. Yeah. yeah. But and they they cover. I can't remember if it's right his right forearm or his it's left his, forearm. Uh, right, right forearm. That's it's right. His right. Yeah, because when you look at him on the screen, it's yeah, his left. So, um, yeah, and you can always like they you, they put makeup on it, but like you know, maybe, you still see it. He's, maybe you should go see a dermatologist because you got some uh, you know discoloration on your skin there. He's like, got clear tattoos. Yeah. yeah, it's mom and dad and mom uh, and dad. Yeah, and then the other one is the Royal Navy, right? It's the anchors of the. Oh, I, I thought it was Scotland Forever. Or maybe that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think the mom and dad may have something with the navy, but maybe yeah. That's yeah. where the anchor is. Is um, well, right there. Dad. Yeah. I always, I always like anytime it's like seeing an, an it's an Easter egg. I'm like, oh, oh, there's the tattoos again. There it is. So, so I th- our overall, we'll we'll wrap with this. Mm-hmm. We'll stop the pretense that we do in the bonding over Bond. Obviously, we've seen every Bond film that's out there. Where where's Sean Connery for you? As we look at our studio and he's uh, adorned on the wall. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, you can see our secret underground studio where the Sir Thomas Sean Connery is hanging over our recording no. desk. Uh, for me, he's going to be my number one. The only person that's going to give him a run for his money will be Daniel Craig. Right. I feel the same way. Um you know, right now I'm in the thick of it with Sean Connery. So, oh, of course, just, it's like I'm eating up. Sean Connery, oh, yeah, number one. But, you know, where are we? Seven. So, eight. We're almost 16, a third of the way through. Yeah. 16. One more and we're Podcast through. from now when we get into Casino Royale. And I'm just like, this is like the best. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, so, you know, maybe some time in perspective. You know, I'll be able to answer this question a little bit better on our, like, 10th odd job down the road. And we're looking at it. But... I love, you know, his performance of it. Um, he's one or two. Mm-hmm. No question no question about that. You know, right now, obviously, he's number one. Yep. And then we'll we'll see. And, and George is six. And, you know, Roger Moore's clearly maybe number two for you, some might say. No, I don't think anybody... <laughs> We're about to enter the Roger Moore era. Yeah, I said this in the... Uh, off the record, but I'll say it here: a little Easter egg in the in the odd job. The Roger Moore. I grew up on the Roger Moore. I know this is films. You know, they, those are the movies 
Um, I was thinking about because we talked about it in the first podcast, and I couldn't remember. I but it, it might be Man with the Golden Gun. The more I think about it, might be the first James Bond film mm-hmm. I ever saw. And then the TNT ones just loved the Roger Moore ones. They showed them over and over again. Hardly any Connery ones. Um, was, I know, yeah. Like and the, so like from, Octopussy uh, was the definitely... The Spy Who Loved Me is the one I remember. I'm pretty... I'm like 90% sure that was my first one. Yeah, so I don't know if it had something to do with rights or what it is, but they do show the um, the Roger Moore ones a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be some fond memories of it. You know, I think it's just as time goes on, I remember them a certain way. And then I, I probably rewatched the Connery ones at the right time in my life where I was just like... You know, getting to that phase where I say to people, it's a thinking man's movie. Oh, boy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that the first time I see Jaws on the screen, I'm going to go, oh, boy. Mm, Roger Moore's creeping up on the list. Yeah. Because I just have a have a soft spot for Jaws. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. And I think that brings it up. I mean, poor, you know, like I said, he didn't deserve his own odd job because we spent all of, what, 30 seconds Talking about George Lazenby. enough time. I mean, he's, yeah. he seemed like a decent man. but uh, I'll say at this point um, that that's the, all we're going to talk about yeah. on Lazenby. But if you're listening this far, go ahead. And I think YouTube has the whole the show of it. But when Sean Connery receives his Lifetime Achievement Award, I actually went back randomly. I should have been editing, but I still was looking for a clip of Sean Connery. And I stumbled across it online. And why? It's like an hour and a half. Um, without commercials but it's just like stories that people tell you can get a real like insight onto who sean connery is as a person he just seems like a great human being yeah you know not only a great actor but just you know how he approaches acting that he understands that it's both a job but it's also like how lucky he is Mm -hmm. uh to have this profession and you know what it takes Mm -hmm. and the favorite story that was told was andy garcia was talking about working with him during untouchables which is the first and only film Sean Connery wins an Academy Award for. Might be my favorite Sean Connery film, Untouchables. Mm-hmm. You know, more so than than any of the Bonds. But they, he was talking about they had a scene to do. There was Sean had to be in a scene early in the morning, and then like seven hours later, he had to be in a scene. So he comes in, they do the first one, and then he's like, "All right, I'll I'll, I'll be back." And the scene he was in was like a close up. So Sean was dressed to play golf. Shows up, he does the close up, loves golf, walks out, yep. plays golf, comes back in, and then he's and he's in the back of the scene. And when he gets in on set, um, I think Garcia was like finishing, you know, doing a scene of his, and Sean Connery's giving him shit for like he had to do more than one take, <laughs> you know, and it's just like you know talking trash to him for you know not getting it right. And then he comes in, does his scene, and it's, you know, maybe 20, you know, seconds. So it's, you know, real quick work. And then Andy Garcia is trying to give him a hard time about like, oh, what a tough day of work. You do this. And then Sean Connery looks at him and goes, this is my first rodeo, you know, and then walks (laughs) off the set. Nice. Just a good, you know, a good story. And, you know, you look at at what he did with his James Bond movie. I know some people um, online, they want to give him a hard time. For wanting more money, mm-hmm. he gets that extra money for um, Diamonds Are Forever, and yeah. he uses it for charity. Yeah, it, like is, all the there was like the one point two five million that he got, or whatever he put towards. Uh, I think it was the uh, Scottish International Artist Trust. Yeah, you know, and then I I didn't get a chance to see that YouTube clip that you'd mentioned, but um, I did watch all the extra features and every actor he worked with. I always had great things to say about him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in that series. I don't, you know, you know, but maybe he, other people have other things to say. Right. But 
just seemed like a how, classic. What dude. a gentleman he was, and yeah. how, how nice and funny yep. and sweet he was. That's absolutely that's absolutely true. So we'll wrap it up here. Download this podcast, all our podcasts on iTunes. Tell all the Bond fans you know. Follow us on Twitter at Bonding Over Bond. Like our Bonding Over Bond Facebook page. Uh, send us emails so we can include. Maybe we can have a mailbag segment. That'd be nice. And, yeah, it would you be. Know, get some more people bonding. Yeah. Scott mm-hmm. and I are tired of talking to each other. I won't go that far, but you know, it'd be <laughs> nice to get a third viewpoint in there. Yeah, some other some other things. And then uh, go to the website. What's the website, Scott? Uh, new website. Uh-huh. Uh, new uh, reformat. Uh, going into the big leagues. Uh, you can find us over at lioneyespodcast.com and go over to the Bonding of Bond page. Uh, that's where you find all the interesting articles. Or not articles, but the interesting trivia, notes, corrections, rankings. Um, while you're there, take a look at the, podcast, the Lion Eyes podcast pages as well. And remember, folks, Sean Connery was so beloved that Ian Fleming changed James Bond's origin to be that of a Scotsman. Thank you for bonding with us here at Bonding Over Bond. Not Australian. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Shake it. Don't stir. There it is. I'm so tired of drifting. I'm drifting around from town to town. Once I married a woman. I thought I had all by myself. He only has one kid? All the pipe he's laying, he only has one kid?